Welcome to the Speaking of Math podcast, episode number 67 by Door to Math. This podcast is devoted to all things math education and how parents can be a positive factor in their kids' math learning. Math is the gateway to many professional careers as well as confidence and personal growth. Find more information at www.doortomath2.com or on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram at TucsonMath.com. Let's get on with the topic of the day. A while back, our daughter came home from a party crying, said, no one wants to talk to me. That brought up bad feelings in me because same thing happened to me when I was a little little. So I was thinking, how, what would I respond or how would I react if she said, I'm no good at math? Okay, the first one was really traumatic for me as well. Uh, watching our kids to struggle that way, it's really hard. So we took a lot of actions and she's doing a lot better socially now. Now regarding the second question you ask my kids say, I'm not good with math. That's something I know what to do. So a while back, I saw this poster in my girlfriend's uh, teaching teacher room. And it says, uh, think before you speak, right? T-H-I-N-K. And on the poster, it says T-H-I-N-K stands for the five things before you speak. T is it true. H is it helpful. I is it inspiring. N is it necessary. K is it kind. I thought, you know, that's a really good way to go about. There's uh, some five things you can quickly run through. The more you do that, the better your uh, speaking is uh, more respectful, right? So I developed the same thing for the students when they come in and say, I'm not good with math. The T-H-I-N-K is a little different, but the acronym state, right? True. T is a true. So here, here's the thing. When a child says, I'm not good with math, in his or her reality, it is true. Now, in our adult's reality, it's not true, right? So there's a difference, conflict there. H, is it honest? Uh, is the child honestly do not think I'm good with math? Yes, they are very honest in their own opinion. Are we honest with ourselves? Like, yes, I see a lot of potential in there. I am honest with my assessment as well. So you can see there's a two sets of yes and no when it comes to T and H, right? Is it true? Is it honest? Now the INK part is the action part. So in order to change someone else's conception of they're not good with math, the first thing I do is I. This I means get inside of your child's reality, which is really important because that conclusion your child reached, I'm no good with math, it's inside his or her own reality. Unless you can get in there, you can't help or even remotely to hope to alter that, right? So get inside of your reality, get, get inside the child's reality, ask a question like, why do you think that? And listen, like absolutely silent, listen, because listen has the same words of letters as silence. Pretty cool, huh, right? So now go on to the N. N is the most powerful one. N is helping them. Once you listen enough, they'll invite you in. What do you think, right? Or some sort of invitation to have a different interpretation. So N is for new interpretations. In order to get invited to have a new interpretation and contribute to that, you got to listen first to get inside their world, right? For example, uh, different interpretation. Instead of concluding I'm not good with math, it could be there are some foundation concepts are missing, right? Which makes it difficult to do math homework if you don't have the necessary foundation. 
or it could be you had a bad experience with an adult and that adult was having a bad day but from child's perspective they're a center of the world so they conclude i'm no good with math because i got picked on right or it could be a mismatch of uh, learning versus teaching style right when that two clashes very little got transferred to the students teacher is frustrated and the students is frustrated so there's a gazillion other different interpretations but the trick is get inside your child's world and help them to find a different interpretations right the k the last one the ink part k is keep the ones that serve your child and toss the ones that doesn't and get into action right away all right um that sounds great so far um I'm going to practice it because um, it's a lot to absorb and let's see if I get it right. So my son comes home fourth or fifth or sixth grade and says, I suck at math. So I freeze because I said the exact same thing 30 years earlier or what have you. And uh, then I remember, okay, I was listening to this and all I remember is think. So let's start with the think. So. Uh, Let's start with the T. Is it true? Uh, I know my son is a really smart kid, and if he gets it the right way, I really think he can uh, get it, but he doesn't think it's true. Right, so there's a yes and no, there's a split there. All right, so then honest. Uh, is he being honest with himself? He's being honest with himself. I'm also honest with myself because I know he has so much more potential. So it's both him and I. Are we both being honest yes. with ourselves? Yes. Okay. Then I want to get inside the child's reality. This is where I ask him questions. Uh, why do you think you suck at math? I would say listening is more important than asking. I mean, you do have to ask a question, so at least the child are trying to explain what happens in his view or her view, why, why that conclusion is arrived, right? So a, a child basically throughout the conclusion but omit the whole thing about how he or she got to that conclusion. So get, get the child to talk with as few as possible words on my end. Yes, but try to understand that their reasoning and their reality. All right, and just listen and listen until they have nothing else to say. That, or you can, you can understand that if you are this child with the limited um, experience, you would actually arrive at the same conclusion. And then, you know, get, get I think the good, good uh, scientist, if you can get your child to say, yes, you got, you got it, or something along that line, then you can move on to the end part. So the inside charge reality is also can be stated as empathy. Pretty much, yes. Okay. So once we get past that stage, I can start to work with some new interpretations with my son. Uh, the, he's, not, he's not being taught the way he likes to learn. It's not maybe necessarily being tied into what he is passionate about. Or he had some bad experiences with some friends or some teachers around math and it just kind of stuck with them. Or foundation is missing. I think the key point is that plural, new interpretations, because the more you can come up with, the, the less child would dig on to one, right? His conclusion, I'm not good with math, is self-defeating. So the more you can come up with the interpretations, and his being only one of the many, 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 then the child less likely will dig on to that one, which is really self-defeating. So the object here is to come up with as many interpretations as possible. It's kind of to open, open my son up.
Right. If you get a giggle, that's a good sign to go to the K part. All right. And the K is keep the ones that matter. So we find a couple interpretations that can move us forward. And based on those interpretations, start moving forward. Yes. And usually, you know, once you get the child loosen up their grip on the I'm no good with math, the child will tell you which interpretation that he or she thinks. And you that's a good starting point to have some positive actions. All right. And this is a process I can take my child through. Yeah. Think. Think with your heart when you hear your child say, I'm no good with math. So before when my child comes in with a statement similar to that, Pause myself for a moment and just think, think. Yeah. So the worst thing I think from from what I've seen based on my past experiences, you don't want to argue with your child, right? Because the more you argue, the more he's going to dig in his position, which is really not serving him well. You, although you have a good intention, you're trying to yank something in his hand that's hurting him. But he, all he sees is he's trying to you're trying to yank something away from him, right? So then he'll grab onto tighter. Mm -hmm. So my first natural instinct it would be exactly to argue. Oh yes, you're good at math. Gosh darn it, you're going to get good at math no matter what. And then my son will dig in and then I'll dig in and then thou. No one is happy, right? Yeah. I mean, think about it. We're living here in Arizona. We have those gorgeous uh, Saharo cacti, right? They ha they're really thorny. So imagine your kid is hugging on the thorny thing and says, I am no good with math, right? The more you're trying to peel away and the kid is going to hug him tighter, which is really not serving anyone's needs, right? So that, that sounds very famous. Uh, I mean, not famous. That sounds very painful. So kind of the gist of it is kind of go in the rabbit hole with the child and dig, dig out on the other end. Yeah. So why are you holding it, basically? Let, let me give you something softer to hold instead, right? Mm -hmm. So, yeah, not, not pleasant to hold a cactus. Right. All right. So to recount, uh, the acronym is THINK. Is it true? Is it honest? Then next ink is the action part. I can get inside my child's reality, come up with a new interpretation, and jump into action by keeping the interpretations that matter. Yes. All right. And on that note, until next time. Happy parenting.